Look, you want to fight? Then you better bring it, motherfucker. Salutations and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the GNA Podcast. If you are hearing this, this means that the Ministry of Truth has not shut us down yet. So praise the Lord and welcome. I'm your host, Blue Shark 45, and tonight we have they're a little retired. They're a little bit out of shape. Well, we've got some American steel in the house. We've got <laughs> We've got Damoc. How you doing tonight, Damoc? Oh man, I'm getting ready to fucking get this mullet haircut. How about you, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to that Joe Dirt Halloween costume. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be good too. Cause I'm just like the fat Joe Dirt. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be excellent. And we've got. D, how you doing, D? I'm good, but what do you mean out of shape? Round is a shape. <laughs> Fucking engineers. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And, I'm uh, not, not, not too bad. Yeah, good. Glad to hear it. Glad to have you. And uh, we've got... <laughs> he keeps on wanting to poke in and surprise us, but we've got Cecil. How you doing, Cecil? Nope. I thought you were waving hi. We we just did it. We just started. Just started. Yes, you are, sir. Um, hey, you guys. How you doing tonight, Cecil? No. Awesome. Well, good luck hunting for that, and don't get distracted. All right, so this is Games Nerds and Alcohol, and of course, we got to talk about what we're drinking tonight. So I'm not going to be an asshole and ask Cecil what he's drinking because he's not ready for this shit yet. But let's go ahead and make our way around the room. D, what are you partaking in tonight, sir? Well, I'm actually partaking in something my wife found. Uh, from the UFO Brewing Company, Georgia Peach. Ooh. It's a refreshing Hefeweizen with uh, right off the peach tree flavor. So it's got peach mixing with a Hefeweizen. It's wicked good. Uh, you, you know I love Hefeweizen, and it's got that flavor of peach in it. It's probably, uh, it's a sweet beer. It's probably sweeter than like Cecil and some of you guys that really like IPAs, but I'm loving it. It's freaking awesome. Have you had their raspberry one? Not yet. Dude, I However, have a hard time finding is, that. However, what's funny is, on a different thing, 
Beacon Skiff, Apple Orchards, Raspberry Hard Cider is the other drink I'll be testing out. Wait, wait. 911. No, 1911. Established 1911. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, uh, is this going to be a They just have a crazy can. <laughs> but this is also really good. I tried one of those before, and it's, uh, it's a hard, it's not too sweet, but it's a hard cider with some raspberry overtones. It's wicked nice. Very nice. So two two awesome beers my wife just found and picked. She was just like, cool. Grab your heel like these. And uh, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully you don't go into diabetic shock with all that sugar that you're going to get out of those two. But uh, Oh, that's probably licorice. One of that's hit on me. <laughs> the, uh, if you ever do come across it, I do highly recommend their raspberry one- version. I have not. Well, now s- I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for it. Yeah, I've I've seen the grapefruit in the stores, but uh, we came across the raspberry one in uh, what's it call it? We were in Vero Beach. It's actually not a good idea for me to get anything grapefruit though. Yeah. Uh, the reason being is that uh, grapefruit has a chemical that the other cit- or an enzyme that the other citrus fruits don't, and it can really fuck with medications. And I'm on a ton of medications, specifically. Well, I don't know which ones. Yeah, you know, they just the doctor advised me not to because it interferes with a ton of meds. But it it can be deadly if you're on heart medication. So if you're on medications, avoid grapefruit. Is what I was told. So. Holy shit! Yeah. And I love grapefruit, man. I'm not allergic to it. I fucking love it. A little maple yeah. syrup and a big old spoon. Oh, I've never done that before. I love grapefruit in drinks. I hate like in beers. In beers, they're it's delicious. But you give me grapefruit to actually eat or grapefruit juice. Horrible shit. Hate it. Too bitter. Oh, oh, oh but I pour so the maple syrup bad, all dude. over that son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, God, give well, me grapefruit juice. I'll drink grapefruit juice all day. I get that ocean spray grapefruit juice, and it's not even uh-huh. the good kind. I'll drink it by the fucking bottle. I love it. And then he'll ocean spray that toilet. I That's... definitely like to ocean spray. <laughs> I don't know why you guys like bitter shit like that. Uh, ugh. Um, well, Damoc. What are you partaking in this evening, my good sir? All right. Uh, I'm starting to run out of my beer, but I'm drinking Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. Uh, it has become my new go-to beer. It's 9%. It's a really good, I don't I don't know, it's a, an Imperial IPA. They kind of all taste the same to me, but this one is easy to get fucking everywhere. So, yeah, it's good. I keep drinking it. I get drunk. I have fun. Very good, sir. How's that? Is that like a very bitter Imperial IPA, or is it a very uh, mellow IPA? I'd say it's more on the mellow side. Um, a little bit of bitterness to it, but overall, not so bad. And then after I drink like two of them, it doesn't fucking matter what it tastes like anymore. <laughs> yeah, that 9% catches up. All right, and uh, Cecil, I saw you drinking out of what seems to be the size of a wine bottle. What are you partaking in tonight, sir? Rum. Just <laughs> straight out of the bottle. Which which rum are you drinking, sir? I could I couldn't find a glass. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, a Barbancourt Reserve Special. That's a uh, eight years product of Haiti. Um. It's 43% by volume, 750 mil. I don't think I'll finish it tonight. If I do, well, send help. <laughs> yes. And then that's a dark rum? Uh, I don't know. Does it taste dark or does it taste light? 
Yeah, it's a dark rum. Okay. I ha- I kind of guess with the especial part of it. I've never heard of anything that's especial that's clear. Well, but, I mean, uh, I mean, it's kind of it, it's not like super super dark. It's, I mean, but it's, it's not aged. clear. It's not clear. Let's put it that way. Okay. Very good, sir. What about you? What are you drinking? Did I miss that? Uh, no, I have not gone yet. Oh. You got to watch out there with those fluids spitting out all over the place. You'll take out your webcam. I did that with rum. Yeah, I know. But my camera's over here and the fluids were over here. Well, it just, the, am... the fluid looks like it was flying. All I'm just saying, I'm just soft, soft fluid Ocean flying spray, at me. spray, motherfuckers. Ocean spray. <laughs> Uh, I am partaking in a Blue Moon Belgian White. Wow, shocker! <laughs> I know, right? I had a, uh, I, I got out of, got out of work, and for like the last hour, I had this like kind of like ocular migraine thing. I get this shit all the time when I don't like sleep well, like, and it, I, I don't know what it is, but it's about Thursday nights. I have no idea what it is about Thursday nights, but I do not sleep well. And I was doing good, and then just this headache started, and I was like, oh, fuck. I worked out today, and then I I was like, I dropped the, accidentally dropped the bar on my head doing a, doing some sort of maneuver. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, because we're not, we're not going to talk about CrossFit on this podcast. Was oh, Shark involved? Because I no. heard maneuver. No, 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 just just a 45-pound bar and some, and some added plates, uh, and banked me on the head coming down and it's just like ah shit so uh to avoid having a bad headache tomorrow um i'm taking it easy with beer i was gonna have scotch though but i'm with beer instead well i'm, I, I'm taking it easy with rum this was going i so, thought you were gonna say uh, ironically the bang to the head cured the migraine but uh <laughs> the, either that or the workout I, I didn't have the migraine afterwards <laughs> I don't know. Every time, every time, Blue Shark is like, "Man, I get in a heck of a migraine." Boink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that because we're just going to make me dumber than I already am. Um, but you'd uh, be primed for management. <laughs> I would be, wouldn't I? <laughs> But uh, let's move into our uh, our next segment of the show, which is a state of games. Uh, do we have to? Uh, I mean. I mean, you, you can you can pass if you really need to. <laughs> no, my name is not Shadow. <laughs> but uh, State of Games, where we talk about what we've been playing uh, the, this past week or uh, what are, are we pontificate, uh, $20 word, courtesy of Cecil Xavier, uh, about the what we think the State of Games currently is. So let's go ahead and start with uh, you, Cecil. What is your state of games well first off i want to point out that i stole pontificate from listening to old casey Kasem uh audio so it's not my word i just stole it from someone but i don't think it's his word either no i I don't think so it's probably uh it's probably like some guy named bob who lived in like jersey funny i stole a lot of words from webster's dictionary oh you stole from webster too (laughs) yep uh, my actually, I've been playing. Uh, I have been playing. I have not been playing much, but what I have been playing, I've been enjoying. Uh, I found a game called Ill oh, Balls. I think it's called Deceit. Uh, no, Distrust. Sorry. I found a game called Distrust. It's uh, it's an isometric 
survival slash horror slash isolation game. It uh, you start off as a group of people going into an Arctic base because you got an emergency message from them saying that somebody was attacking. Uh, when you get there, you find out that aliens have actually taken over. There's nobody in the base. Half the buildings are either broken down or, or busted up or, or something. And you've got to go through repair generators, keep things warm. Um, but every time that you go to sleep, the aliens will appear. So anytime any member of your party sleeps, and that's what you have to do is let them sleep to gain stamina back. Every time that they sleep, uh, an alien shows up. So as you progress through the different levels, harder and harder aliens show up. So at first you get an alien that's afraid of heat. So as long as you've got a heater going, they'll stay out of the building. You've got another alien that's uh, attracted to electricity. So if you've got the generator going in the building, he'll enter the building trying to get to the generator. Uh, it's it's oddly fun. It, uh, it's got a little survival element, so there's a little bit of... of um, micromanagement when it comes to you know their hunger their tiredness their warmth um it's got a nice atmosphere again it's an isometric so you know you, you if you're not used to that diablo style uh it's it's really entertaining it's a cute little game that um it, it reminds me of it reminds me a little bit like faster than light in the sense that your first playthrough, you're probably not going to survive. But every playthrough that you go through afterwards, you get different unlocks. So, like, the next time I go and play it through, I'll have an extra character that I can select because I unlocked them on my first playthrough. Um, and then after that, I get different characters who are unlocked and they do, you know, they have different skills that are better. You know, so, like, your characters aren't just generic characters. Some of them are... You know, like the two characters I started out with, one is better that better at, at maintaining their hunger level than the other, so the food lasts them longer. While the other one, if they fuel a gasoline generator or they fuel a furnace, they're more efficient at it. So, you know, they don't spill as much gas on the ground. So their their electric generators will last longer, or they organize the wood in there so that it burns longer in the heater. You know, it's it's little different things that you get. Uh, it's a really really fun game. I would definitely suggest take checking it out if you like the isolation style horror, like the thing. Um, if you like isometric style survival games, um, or if you just like indie games in general and want to support the scene, it's a really fun game. Other than that, I've been playing Marvel Strike Force on my phone. And, well, technically, I've been playing a game for school. I've been doing a simulation of running a business. So I've been doing that as well. Exciting. Actually, I am pretty excited because I haven't run the company into the ground. And I convinced people to give me $2.5 million. Wow, it's impressive. All right, Damoc, what is your state of games? Uh, you know, I got that new graphics card, and I've been playing a whole bunch of games and just having a really good time. And then I decided to get a one-eyed kitten who needs a lot of affection and attention. So I am on a cheap laptop upstairs and taking care of a, a kitten 
in isolation for the next, you know, another week. It's already been a week. Shit. But I've been playing RimWorld. Because that's all this laptop is capable of playing. <laughs> RimWorld with mods. It doesn't really work out so well with the mods. But, yeah. Also, I've learned a new trick. And I don't know if it's gaming, but I get to use my cell phone for this. You guys want to see something fucking cool? Hell yes. Oh, God. He's going to okay, show Google. one man one jar. Broadcast. What's the message? Sure. I'll have a beer. All right. Broadcasting now. Now, check this out. Selkie cannot listen to this podcast because she's going to come in that door and bring me a beer now. That has been my favorite game so far. That is what I've been playing nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> that broadcast feature so is pretty fun, isn't it? Bring oh, me it's great. a beer. No, no, I just say, sure, I'll have a beer. And then one of the kids or Selkie gets up and grabs a beer and brings it to me. That has been the best game I've played the last week. <laughs> very, very nice. It's good to be the king. It is. All right. And, uh, D, what is your state of games? Well, I've been playing, of course, still the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and on the Switch, I was playing some Xenoblade Chronicles the Definitive Edition. You know, I'm playing that again, too. <laughs> but I recently picked up, this is an indie game that I've really gotten into. It's called Rogue Legacy. Uh, I got the physical uh, from Limited Run. So I just started diving into this. It's neat. It's like a... Um, a platform with RPG elements where you can upgrade, you know, upgrade your stuff and everything else. But uh, you basically go into this castle, but it's a randomly generated castle, so it's different every time you enter it. So you enter it with your character, right? And you play it around. <clears throat> so it's basically you're trying to get the uh, build up the fortune and do and, and and make your family name great. So it's your family. You're going into this castle, and so you die. Shit. That character is gone. Now one of your descendants is up next. You could choose one of them, and and they might be pretty good, or they might have some weird flaws. Like, then you pick your descendant. Okay, he's colorblind. Now you're fucking playing in a black and white castle. Wait, is this Rogue Legacy? That's what I just said. Oh, I wasn't listening. Sorry, I was focusing on drinking. Dude, that game's awesome. It is. I'm really digging it. I've been playing around on that, and I've, I've chewed through quite a re- few relatives, but... Uh... <laughs> Oh yeah, my my family my family tree doesn't fork in that game though. Oh, my family tree's got like dementia, arthritis, and some sort of. <laughs> Did you get the one uh, with Tourette like yet? With ones, I played with ones with dwarfism, so there's this tiny little guy running around the screen. Have you got the one with Tourette yet? Uh, no. Dude, they're great. Like literally, they just be running along, they get hit, and all of a sudden they just start screaming profanities. Hey, fuck nice. you guys, dude. Like, the game turns fucking black and white when you're colorblind. I'm colorblind as shit. The world is mostly gray. There's no fucking blacks. That's what he meant. It was grayscale. Yeah, it was grayscale. Well, I, I guess uh, I guess Damoc can play it as the colorblind guy the whole game. Yeah, he can. Right? I'm kind of excited. Um, I think I'm going to pick it up right now, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's an Indian. Humble bundle. It's, you know, well, of yeah. course, humble bottle. You know the fucking question mark equals GNA podcast. I'll be good. Don't worry. 
No, question mark, partner equals GNA podcast. Get it right. Scrub. Yeah, yeah, don't fucking have me drinking on a podcast with my Joe Dirt haircut, dude. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing no more. I was going to ask about that because I figured somebody had already said something, but holy hell, like that, that looks like it's standing a good three, four inches off the top of your head. Oh, yeah, dude, it legitimately is. You know what a Gerber tactical is, right? Oh, my God. Like, it's good, man. Yeah, it's a multi-tool that he's holding up to his head, and you can literally just see, like, just, like, the handle is, like, a good, like, probably, like, six inches, and it's, like, halfway up the handle. It's trying to eat the Gerber. Yeah. Well, actually, it says that the Gerber is at, it's got a little measuring tape on it, so that's the three-inch mark, right where that's what my... She said. So, yeah, it's about three inches, three, yeah. maybe four. Damn. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been doing. Uh, what about you, Blue? What's your uh, state of games? So my state of games has been a little bit better than it was last week. I know I wasn't on the show last week, but last week it was not good. Uh, so I actually got some time to play um, some games with some buddies that I haven't been playing with in a while. So I play a little bit of Minecraft. Um and then I, uh, I couldn't resist the urge that I just I wanted to go ahead and like uh, uh, go sniping some people. So I played some uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I did not see the AI feature that I supposedly they had added in there. Um, like the previous Ghost Recon Wildlands game, they had like uh, multiple AIs. And uh, what the fuck is that, Cecil? Me trying to distract you. Okay. Jesus <laughs> it's, Christ. It's, it's my new legs to my desk. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, they weigh like it 30, 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it worked. He, he distracted me. So I, I played a little bit of that for... So I probably only got a couple hours into gaming, but um, hopefully I can find some time this weekend to play some more Kingdom Hearts 3 because I need to beat that game. I've had that game for a little while and I have not beaten it, but this is the curse. I buy games that that I don't don't finish. But um moving on into our articles for the show this week. Uh we've got a long list of articles. Um and uh first one up on the chopping block is uh from Dicebreaker, and it's written by Matt Jarvis, editor in chief. Dungeons and Dragons is addressing problematic elements in RPG races. So, here's what's happening, folks. The world isn't changing. It's 2020. It's June 19th. And, uh, well, if you're listening to this episode well after the fact, um, if you're listening to it well before the fact, we really want to hear from you. But if you listen to it well after the fact, go ahead and Google what was going on during this time of the year. But uh, Dungeons and Dragons is made by uh, Wizards of the Coast, and they have decided that they are going to address racial inequalities that exist in the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that correctly. Racial inequalities. Apparently, yes. Stop throwing us halflings. 
yeah so so apparently apparently orcs have been uh have been uh, uh discriminated against for a long time in the in the uh the history of dungeons and dragons and so they're going to make some changes because they decide to <coughs> I, world of warcraft <coughs> yeah they, they've decided to uh We don't like to get political on this show, folks, but that shit's starting to get into our gaming, and it's starting to get annoying, because... What do you mean, starting to? This bullshit started with cyberpunk, for the most part. Before that, it was Gamersgate that really brought in the sexism, and now you're bringing in all the racism shit. It's bleeding directly into gaming. Whether you want to be political or not, if you play video games, sadly, people are going to be shitheads and judge you by a political bias at this point in time. It's fucking trash. Do you play the games and just fucking enjoy them? Yeah, and that's the... One question. Go ahead. If I'm playing Magic the Gathering, do I at least still get to use my goblin grenade? Uh, I don't know, but we're going to get into some magic. No, I think it's banned. Magic the Gathering banned a bunch of fucking cards that they they thought were racial and sensitive as well. Yeah, we're we're gonna get into that too, but yeah. So, but the goblins like it. Yeah. So so Dungeons and Dragons, for those of you who don't know, is uh, it's a tabletop fantasy RPG, um, which you and your friends get together and you go on a campaign. Now Dungeons and Dragons makes campaigns that you can use, but really good DMs, which are dungeon masters, will make their own campaigns. And you have character sheet, and your character's got stats, abilities, and, you know, all sorts of attributes. And you and uh, your team go on a mission together, and that's, you know, the quest. And uh, based off of rolls of, of uh, d20 dice, uh, it determines your ability to handle certain scenarios. And, you know, the dungeon master also has his dice rolls. But they, yeah, so they've decided that orcs, which are these creatures... I've heard that the Lord of the Rings has some kind of version of them. They're like a, they're like a mix of men and 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 twisted elves, I believe, is what um, Tolkien called, referred to them as. They were they were corrupted elves. Yeah, so they so they're elves that they reformed and, and yeah. Yeah, so so they've got orcs and they've got elves, they've got dwarves, and you've got. Um, uh, wizards, rangers, or well, no, sorry. So you have elves, dwarfs, orcs, humans, and I don't. Do they have any other races outside of those? I mean, we could talk dark elves. Halflings, they had like a type of half. Furbolgs, gnomes. Okay, yeah. Gnomes, yeah. So these are all like fantasy based creatures, and orcs aren't human. Orcs are a species. They're not really, it's not a race thing. Like, I mean, I guess it's like a base monster to fight. Yeah. So and so they're generally they're evil. Well, apparently this is some uh, there. It's this kind of this SJW idea that the company just just stop, man. Just stop. They're they're being fucking stupid. Yeah, they are. They're the dumbest goddamn thing that I've ever had to read through. And I'm so goddamn mad. They're orcs. They're supposed to be the enemy for the most part of yes. most of the things. It's like playing, oh, I want to play a drow character. Well, drow are normally evil characters, so they're not supposed to be the friendly things. This is dumb, dude. Leave D&D alone. Legitimately, it's not a racist fucking game. 
Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Our game, though, is very racist. Oh, it's not. Totally is. With in this, who? In this game, like, everything hates humans. The lizard folk hate humans. Hell, even the smugglers hate humans. Huh. It is so racist. These re- Cecil's referring to the GNA Misadventure League, I'm assuming, right? I may. Yeah, probably. Okay. I kind of dislike humans, too. Yeah, uh, same here. But so, so, so they're doing this. This is what they want to do. And they're kind of opening it up so that if you're an orc, normally you're not adept at certain things. If you're a wizard, you're not adept at strength. You're adept at magic. Blah, blah, blah. They're just throwing that all that shit out the window. And you can have an orc who's adept at magic and a wizard who's adept at brutish strength. Makes no Does that mean we get to play an orc? A yeah. orc that's great at, like, home design? Yes, you can. He's got dexterity, and he has intellect when it comes to picking out curtains. All right, uh, just so we can move on, I'm going to sum this up. There's been an equal rights movement in D&D <laughs> moving on. Yes. Yeah, so, and, you know, but the nice thing is about this is you can still play the game however the flip you want. But, uh... Really? You censor now? Now you decide to censor. <laughs> All right. So uh, going back to what D mentioned earlier, uh, there is a uh, there are bans that are being placed on Magic the Gathering, which is a card game. Uh, oh, was it Hasbro? Who owns this one? Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast. Same people. One? Same people who own D and D. Okay, so so Hasbro, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast. Um, for some reason, I think I thought there's just a surprise in his face. He was just like, "Wait, they also own magic?" Uh, uh, no, I'm not surprised. Dun dun dun. I just I thought I heard the some H name get thrown into who also owns magic, but um, Humpty Dumpty probably since they make their decisions like he does. Yeah, pretty much. So and, and as a result of all the you know. Cecil, how did you phrase it again? Phrase what? what? Move, oh, what the, move? the equal the equal rights movement. Yeah, so 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 this new awoke awoke equal rights movements come along has uh, decided magic has decided certain cards are racist and they must be banned, such as agent of treachery. Uh, and uh, tell me, agents of treachery was like some white dude with a knife, right? Uh, no, he's he's a white dude with a, like a scarf. He looks like he's a thief. Oh, so racist! And he's got like scrolls and stuff. And he's a it's a blue card. Uh, so when an age, an agent trustee enters the battlefield, gain control of a target permanent at the beginning of your end step. If you control three or more permanents, you don't own. Draw three cards. Uh, there's a field of the dead. F- uh, fires of invention. Okay, so Oko, first off, thief. first off, they ban cards in Magic all the time. Are they actually banning them because they thought they were racist? Yes. How yes, they, how they did that? How is a white they, dude with a bunch of scrolls racist? Like, okay, so so they, like, they did banned, he look like an Aryan dude or something? So they've banned things like um, Crusade. I'm gonna take all your scrolls. Uh. What was it called? 
They recently banned a lot of cards that appeared to be... They call them culturally offensive cards. Racism in any form is unacceptable and has no place in our games nor anywhere else. They have a whole section where they took seven cards, and it is seven. The seven cards are Invoke Prejudice, Cleanse, Stone Throwing Devils, Par... uh, Hardish gypsies, because gypsies apparently, I this is something I just learned is like the same thing as saying the n word. Uh, yes. they have the card called jihad. Then mm-hmm. imprison and crusade are all banned from tournament play and replaced by the online online database of card with text stating we have removed the card image from our database due to its racist racist depiction, text, and combination thereof. And yeah. Yeah, Crusade's a bunch of white guys that uh, I think it wipes out all um, black cards or dark cards. Whatever oh, that, now that's racist right there. Actually, well, I okay, agree with that. That is so now, racist. So it's it's not really racist because it's... There's, so, Stop fucking with my undead, you racist bastard. Yeah, so that's the thing. So, so there's dark magic and there's light magic in magic. So white magic is things like that are considered to be good, you know, like um, nature, white spells, and then dark things no, are no, considered na- to be monsters. No, nature's green. Nature is green. So, okay, sorry. Sorry, nature's green. So so white magic is like considered to be like light, anything that has to do with it. And it's like, a concern, you know, it's like, like how modern man feared the dark and praised, you know, praised the sun. Kind of thing. No, but Uh, the way you just described it, that card is totally racist. This white card will destroy all the black cards. Like, that's totally racist. That's what it says. So that's invoke invoke prejudice. If opponent casts a summon spell that does not match the color of one of the creatures under your control, that spell is countered unless the caster pays an additional X, where X is the spell cost of summoning spell. All right. That's totally racist, too. I agree with that. That's a racist card, and I love it. Can, can we have one called Warden? <laughs> it's so silly. It's a fantasy thing. Dude, it's we, a Warden brutality. We, we need to get one called the Third Reich, and all it does is kill one style of card. Like that's it. And just gets rid of we all the just legitimately lost everybody who listens <laughs> yep. to this podcast. Yep. Everybody's Holy gone. Question. Right. Was there a magic card called genocide at all? Uh nope. There no. Just... Let's find I think there was there needs to be one in that database. I thought there was actually, but Well, I mean they I, I don't know if it's one of the ban- I don't know all the magic cards. I would have thought that would have been one that they would have banned. But, well, go, I mean, magic cards started off with like alpha, beta. It's been going on for like yeah. almost as old as we are. Yeah, but that's the thing. So, so dark cards are things like vampires, werewolves, you know, dark wizards. You know, it's like all of the things that are considered to be evil in the world. Demons too. There's a lot of demons yeah. in those. Demons in there. Goblin or goblins are in there too. I think. Um, goblins are usually red cards. Okay, that's right. Red's like uh, like fury, power, fire, fire, fire. A lot of fire related cards, and yeah, that's why I love uh, goblins. Are just kind of a uh, swarm deck, but you use stuff like goblin grenade because you use them as the ammunition. 
Yeah, the, you know, it's a lot of power, and then White's, like, magic. Of well, White's a lot of protection cards. It's a lot of protection, and then you've got, like, say, Knights in Shining Armor and that stuff. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Wait, Rainbow. so the Whites protect <laughs> now? Right? That's like, holy fuck, dude. You you just really Wait, said, like, oh, don't worry. The White will protect you. If you're so, White, so, you're okay, but uh, so if you're Black, you're evil. My comment you, about the Third Reich is going to get everybody to not listen, but this guy okay, talking about the I, Whites protecting... Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just you're just but, an instigator. Yeah, you know, I, I, my family does come from Germany. Uh huh. Yeah, Cecil's just instigating. That's all he's doing. He's he's trying to stir the pot. Oh God, yeah. He's the instigator. Yeah. Hey, but... hey, hey, I wasn't even recording at the beginning when I was doing my whole neck cutting thing because I was just popping in uh, to see where you guys were at. Uh, well, we absorbed you like the blob. Blob tag, come here, you. But yeah, so once again, this whole equality crazy movement thing is just, it's getting too political into this gaming shit. They're going, they're, they're fucking with their games and they need to stop. It is becoming very equal. We're all equally fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, man. You know, uh, I was completely okay with it after the Gamers Gate when they did the sexism part of it as long as they started making me able to choose male or female for my main character and then they can I can choose my race depending on the game. I'm okay with that. Add that to every fucking game. That is fantastic. But starting to eliminate things from games that, you know, especially D&D, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, when does it become freedom from... Instead of freedom too. Yeah, and and it, the other thing is, is that it's not really a freedom. It's more of a, we are the mob, and we defined what is right. And if you're outside of that, you don't belong in our group, and you're wrong. Well, I think there's more drunks than there are the mob, so we just gotta unite as drunks and just squash this. Yeah. No, it's, dude, I don't want to leave the fucking bar. Jesus Christ. That's a good point. I'm will gonna keep drinking. Be, will there be kegs though? <laughs> if you can carry him, I was gonna hey, say hey, we can we march with a we can march with a, yeah get, we'll get an orc sure, to march with a keg. Out of the GNA <laughs> Misadventure League, there's a character named Hemo who's actually going to be carrying a keg on his back the whole time. That's hey, you know that is a vital member of the party. Protect him exactly. <laughs> be sure he gets that white magic. Yeah, uh, he needs protection. Yes, gosh darn it. Yeah, so so the world's kind of like gotten real fucked up and people just I don't know about y'all, but y'all need to go back into the Halo three and like early Call of Duty uh party or like game lobbies where there was no protection. It was getting called everything from A to Z and being emasculate or uh yeah, be, yeah just Dude, yes. Seriously, Halo chat is where I realized my mom's a pedophile. Okay. Right? Exactly. Like there, there was no safe hey, it, place. Uh, it's just, you know, just build a backbone, man. Or if you don't like it, mute the shit. But don't fuck with everyone else. But anyway, D and D. Fuck your mother. Guess what? You now got the fucking HIV. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I had a buddy who who does that shit. Like people would talk shit about it. Uh, like his mom, and he would just refer, just assume that they met his biological mother, which he did not like. She's a horrible woman. And he's just like, yeah, you're right. She is. She is a whore. She is a bitch. All right. So here, here's a funny story because we're talking about moms now. Mm. 
only because like recently my mom died and like I, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I've, I've accepted it. I've, I've gone through all the stages. Yada yada yada. So, so far, I'm failing to see the humor. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bad way to start off a joke. I had, to, I had to introduce with that because I was in Josh's channel and I was talking to him. Just you know, Josh, Josh trades, and I was just sitting there bullshitting with him, and he had said something because we were, we were playing. Um, Game, it was game show night with our Jackbox games. And he had made a joke in one of the cards about my mom. So I immediately said, Oh, this is going to be great. So I, of course, go, Oh, man, my mom just died. And he like got quiet for a second. And then he didn't think he was like, No, he's messing with me. He's like, You're messing with me, right? I'm like, No, no, my mom actually died like six weeks ago. His face went from like he was having a good time to I am now a crushed human being. He's like, this is why I don't make jokes. I'm like, dude, it's okay. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, I spent the next 15 minutes trying to console him and make him feel better because I'm like, dude, no, really, really, it's good. It's okay. It it happened. The world moves on, yada, yada. But I was laughing my balls off. Like, just the the instant change of his face from, oh, God. Stop We're stirring this shit. Right <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jesus Christ. You're stirring this shit, Cecil. Dude, right. he made fun of my mom. <laughs> Even at his own expense, it's like, yeah, exactly. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to I'm capitalize on this shit. Uh, this is why I don't take you seriously. That's a good... Uh, dude, my wife says... My wife describes me to a T. She says, half the time I'm lying, the other half is complete and utter bullshit. Now, the best yeah. part of that statement is that Unless there is comedy to be had, I cannot lie. Like, if I'm trying to lie to save my own skin, I can't friggin' do it. But if I'm lying because there's something, there's a joke behind it somewhere, I will ride that thing to my grave. Great comedian, Cecil Xavier. All right, so D&D. We're circling back to them. More D&D. Yeah, new action RPG, Dark Alliance, is about what happens after players roll for initiative. This article comes from Polygon, written by Charlie Hall. God, next Anybody we're gonna be this? next we're gonna be going into how Icewind Dale is the next expansion for D and D. We we just might. Uh, so Dark Alliance is a reboot of the cult classic Dungeons and Dragons action role play game, two thousand one. And is on the way later this year from Wizards of the Coast. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Which it looks, looks interesting. Blue, do you it, actually it read the articles before the show or do you read them on the show? I kind of read a lot of them on the show because I don't usually have time. I had time for like those first two articles. I knew about that stuff, the topics at least. But this stuff, no. Man, we got- Welcome to GNA Podcast where we will look, read gaming news to you. <laughs> Oh, dude, I just scrolled to the bottom of the article because it's the first time I'm seeing it, even though I posted it, and holy shit, Cecil is a fucking goddamn psychic because Icewind Dale, Rim of the Frostmaiden is coming out next. Bullshit! No, it's in the article. Not bullshit, actually. I didn't read the article. I, I actually, hold on, let me open it up. You can buy it on Amazon right now for 50 bucks. Icewind Dale, Room of the Frostmate. Holy sheep shit. Oh, man. We're never getting Eberron. 
what's Eberron for those of us who aren't that nerdy? Well, get good, son. <laughs> Noob. Good no, I, point. If you haven't looked at it legitimately, Dark Alliance is shaping up to be something fun. I haven't watched any gameplay videos of it. I have read a little bit about it. The best part, scroll all the way to the bottom of that fucking Polygon article because it's Polygon. Like them or love, like them or hate them, they are what they are. But they mention in the very last paragraph, Dark Alliance will feature a single-player mode, but it will be best experienced with a small group. The final game will support up to four players, both online and via couch co-op. No firm that's release awesome. date. I but like that. Okay, that's so what I'm excited for. Here, here's my thing. I want to paint this picture for you. Imagine now, now before you shun me and kill me, imagine a Destiny style or Anthem style. I'm just saying style game, but in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. I mean, I'd be all for it. Why not? I would literally spend all of my money and time on said game. And if you get in the uh, customization mm-hmm. of Cyber, Cyberpunk 2077. You could also have a bigger, blacker dick. I could have the biggest, blackest dick. Uh, there we go. I'm sorry, but the tallest people on the planet come from Norway. So, yeah. Seven and a half feet tall. I imagine that's the biggest, whitest dick. Yeah, but we but we're, we only want the biggest, blackest yeah. dick. What about a wider, whiter dick? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's great. He, dropped, he drops his trouser and I'm blinded like a flashbang. Perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> Because we all know from Norway, they don't tan. They, they yeah, have two colors. It's white and red. He's got a, he's got a roll for that. <laughs> he's got a roll for that ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that would be that would be what? a Nord ability right there. What's the saving throw on that, please? Oh my god, I've got to work that into a Dungeons and Dragons game. Somebody drops their shirt or rips their shirt, and because they never tan, they actually roll to blind the opponent. <laughs> Very nice. Hey, man. Hashtag all dicks matter. It's all good. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what's it? Uh, God, uh, there's there's some there's some society that someone started like this. I can't think of the name. Well, I can think of the name, but I can't remember what it stands for. Just as long as you didn't accidentally start a cult. No, it's it's I it's not mine. Is um, it the cult of the Foz? Huh. No, no, but there's a story behind that. Never mind. <laughs> we should create a cult that follows Alf. Alf our lord and ruler. Oh, Alf no. is a cool show. I like Alf. Alright, so it's called uh, it's called Penis. People encouraging niceness in society. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> do you go, do you guys ever watch Red Dwarf? No, I have in the past. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I have seen it. I watched it. a little bit on your thing, and it it looked interesting, but it just wasn't my thing. Okay, so in Red Dwarf, they had Rimmer made up the committee for the liber- liberation and integration of terrifying organisms and their rehabilitation into society. What does that spell? Bob Dole? Clitoris. 
fucking literate bastard. Dude, Red Dwarf is by far the best frigging British sci-fi show you will ever watch. If you have not watched it, you have to. If you, like, I'm dead serious. If you make it to the clitoris episode and you aren't laughing your balls off at it, then you you don't have a sense of humor. Just pack it up. You're no longer, you're no longer human. Did you know that uh, that Cecil's now a eunuch? He made it to that episode. I did. <laughs> to that episode and beyond. Well, speaking of eunuchs and other sexual organs missing or present, Cyberpunk 2077 PS4 will get a free upgrade for PlayStation 5. So it's pretty cool. Um, I, which, I mean... It only makes sense because, honest. Let's be honest here, folks. Cyberpunk twenty seven seven's been delayed, been delayed, and this is going to turn into another, you know, Kingdom Hearts three, and we're just not going to see this game until actually the PlayStation five comes out. One question about the PS five: hmm. Why does that fucker look like a, a douchebag nineties kid with a popped collar? <sighs> Abstract art. That's some interesting design choices. Yeah, they, uh... Ah. Efficiency, I don't know if that actually comes into play in some of these these, uh, case designs that they come up with. It's just meant to look cool. Be the new thing, but... Yeah, this is a pretty cool move by CD Projekt Red. I'm kind of curious... Alright, look, let's all be honest here. If you Xbox. ever see a, a PS5, you will know exactly what it is because it nothing else looks like it. I could go paint I think a brick. I covered this. Yeah, I know, I know, and I was yelling at my frigging radio the entire time. Wait, good or bad? Because I puked in my mouth when I saw it. Uh oh no no I was I was yelling at you because you're obviously not a console player and you were trying to cover consoles and it was. It was like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. I am not a console player. I am looking forward to buying a console this generation, but I am hardcore leaning Xbox. No lie. Well, I, I, and actually, I, I'm really interested in the new Xbox, to be perfectly honest. Um, so between the two, I'm really leaning towards Xbox. Uh, th- there's a lot of things that Sony's going to be bringing to, but Sony hasn't told us anything. Like, they have an entire, like, Xbox talks about the ecosystem and stuff. Sony has an entire ecosystem that, they, that they've that they been developing for quite some time. In fact, they were developing things like Netflix apps and Hulu apps and all that stuff. They had those developed, I'm pretty confident, before Xbox even was to market with it. But that's besides the point. The thing that you will always remember is if you see a PS5, you will know instantly that that's a PS5. If I see an Xbox sitting in a corner, I'm going to question whether that's a NAS somebody bought off of online and is just sitting in their corner holding their Plex server. Now, now, question for you. Cyberpunk 2077, is that because it's Cyberpunk 2077, it's its name? Or is 2077 its true fucking release date? Yes. Yeah, I go with the latter. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably coming out around then. We'll be sitting there old and gray still talking about it, sonny. That would be this myth that it just goes on for years and years and years. We'll tell our grandkids about it. I was there when they first released a video of Cyberpunk 2077. I was there. Half-Life 3 will come out. (laughs) Before this game. 
Sorry, Daymok. I know we're we're really beating no, the shit okay. out of it. No, I'm I'm okay with it. You know what? Cyberpunk 2077 was going to come out the day before my birthday. I was going to take the day off. I was going to enjoy it. I was going to play it all goddamn weekend. All, I was going to play it my entire birthday. I sort of uh, Selkie got me a whole bunch of my favorite beer. I was literally going to sit down and fucking play it and relax, and then they delayed it. After that, fuck them, dude. The game's going to come out. Cecil bought it for me, so it's sitting in my Steam library. When it comes out, it comes out. By that time, I'll have a new graphics card, probably maybe a new processor, motherboard, RAM, and I'll play it at max 1440p. Awesome. Well, for those of you who are like, well, what the fuck about Xbox? Guess what? It's not doesn't it doesn't show up in the article title, but they do mention it in the article that CD Projekt Red is not leaving. Excuse me, Xbox in the dark. If you buy the Xbox One version or the PS4 version, you will still get the free update for next gen. Which is That's great. legit. That is yeah. absolutely fucking legit from CD Projekt Red. The whole oh, part, yeah. they delayed it, and we had a slight discussion. Maybe it was just me discussing it in the Discord, thinking, oh, well, maybe they delayed it so that people won't have to buy it twice because the new consoles are due out around the same time or right before. But look, if you fucking pre-order it now on PlayStation 4 or Xbox, well, I don't know what the current one is. Not 360, it's so Xbox One. One, yeah, one Xbox or One, one. X. Yeah, so if you order it on Xbox One or you order it on PlayStation 4, I believe they say there's a day one patch that will convert it over to PS5 and Xbox Series X, which is, you know, awesome. I'm pretty sure you started that self-conversation with, this is a money grab. Again, I did, because I was like, holy shit, why the fuck are they, this sounds like a money grab. And then they came back and they're like, no, no, no. We're just going to go ahead and fucking do this. And I was like, I wasn't sure what they were doing. It really must be what you were talking about, Cecil. The The game is fucked with bugs. Like, bad. No, no, I, I'm just pointing out that you're still, like, you're, you're playing it off as like, oh, it's not that bad. They're just delaying it. But you are totally freaking crushed that it's being delayed again. And I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. I can see uh, it as you stroke Odin. You're just like... It's going to be okay. Dude, he's stroking Odin like that frigging guy from uh, Inspector Gadget. What the hell was his name? The Claw or whatever? He's like sitting yep, there. Like, I'm waiting for him to just be like, I'm going to get you. That was a horrible impression, Dude, too. He fucking purrs like crazy when I hold him and pet him. And he sleeps on my chest and nuzzles my neck. I finally Mr. have my familiar. Very nice. Yeah. Fuzzball likes to do money. that shit. Can I talk about um, this next one? Can I please talk about this next one? Yes, yes. Go yes. for it. All right. Wait, wait. I, before you do that, I do have a question. Since you remember more about Destiny than I do, usually Activision and Bungie, what did they do for people who wanted to switch from 360 to Xbox? They, they, they have, didn't. didn't. No, they didn't. They, they didn't do they, a damn they thing. They did jack. They did jack okay. shit for you. So they, so Destiny and Bungie, or sorry, Activision and Bungie, they had a PS3 version and an Xbox 360 version. They were exclusive to that. When you shipped it over, they didn't do jack shit for you. And if they did, then there was a bunch of people who knew nothing about it that I rolled with because I knew a bunch of people who were rolling on PS3. And they got shafted because they were like, well, I can't do anything now because they literally cut off for uh, Destiny 1 on them. Now, for Destiny 2, yeah. 
they shifted over and did complete and utter cross save. So I can jump on my PS4, be playing my game, jump over to my, my PC, be playing my same exact characters, jump over to Xbox, play my exact same characters, jump over to Stadia, be playing my exact same characters. But that didn't. That only recently came out. That happened after the they split save. with Bungie. Or sorry, after Bungie yeah. split with Activision. Split sorry. With Activision. Yeah. Yeah, which is like earlier this year. Okay, next article. All right. Um, so if anybody knows me, they know that I am a stupid, stupid nerd when it comes to games that have just incredibly simplistic and simplistically fun gameplay. And Sea of Thieves goes right down that alley of simplistically fun gameplay. Now, just like every other game that has simplistically fun gameplay, when it came out, it had a whole bunch of content that really wasn't there. And it was it was simple. But again, the gameplay was fun. Like, there's nothing more fun than jumping into a cannon and launching yourself out to get on top of a mountain because you're looking for a treasure map. Well, Sea of Thieves is bringing out some new content in their update. We're getting not only ghost ships, but we're actually getting new cosmetic content with those ghost ships. So there is, I forget exactly what the name of the villain is, but the ongoing story in Sea of Thieves uh, has been this villain has been gaining in power. And this villain is now literally bringing ghost ships that have all different cannons, cannon balls, um, different sails. So when you get in there, you're actually going to take on these ghost ships, which you can summon at any point in time. You don't have to just like wait around and search like for the Kraken and for the Megalodon. You don't have to search for them. You can actually go to a token from, uh, I forget what his name is. He's in the, uh, he's in the bar, a tavern or whatever the hell his name is. He's there at one of the tables, but you go to him. He'll actually give you a way to summon the ghost ships. If you summon the ghost ships and you take them down, you can actually make it so that you fight the head, you know, the captain, the, the, the boss ghost ship. The really cool part that I thought was cool was, like, when you shoot these ghost ships, they don't just leave a hole like you normally do. Like, when you shoot in normal Sea of Thieves and it just, boom, pops a cannonball hole on the side. Like, it literally destroys a whole section of the ship, and the whole section of the ship is gone. But the ship is still floating around firing at you because you haven't done enough damage to it yet. Um, it's really, really cool. They've added a bunch of new, um, a bunch of new, what's his faces, a bunch of new quests for already like established islands. Like there's the lava islands and the volcano islands. They've established new things there. They've got some double XP thing going on or double gold. So if you go and you kill the Megalodon and you cook it and then sell it to the whatever vendor guy, he'll actually give you uh, more gold for it so you can get up to Pirate Legend quicker. Uh, sea of Thieves is one of those games that it's. It, I put it in the same vein of No Man's Sky where it started off so rocky, but the gameplay was was fun. It was like the actual interaction with the world was fun. And they've just loaded content on left and right. Now, the one thing that Sea of Thieves is doing that No Man's Sky isn't is Sea of Thieves is using a cash shop so that you can actually buy the cosmetics, which, in my opinion, if you're going to pay for anything in a game, pay for cosmetics. Don't pay for things that are going to give you advantage. Pay for the cosmetics because it all it does is just makes you look cooler. And you know what? If people want to spend money on it, let them spend money on it. Who cares? You're making money. You're maintaining the game. You're able to put more money into the game. 
I'm all for this. I'm so all for this. Like my eyes are rolling in the back of my head. But now, go ahead. I I, I agree with you, almost a hundred percent. And I buy cosmetics like no fucking Ditto. nobody else, dude. Honestly, <laughs> Ditto. I mean, the both of us buy so many fucking cosmetics for nothing on these games that we don't even play for that long. Paladins. But I would say when you said that Sea of Thieves launched kind of like No Man's Sky launched. No Man's Sky had a really rough launch, and the game honestly was not very well played and not very well taken. Whereas we played Sea of Thieves on launch, and it was enjoyable from day one. True, but it, uh, what I was referring to when I say they had the same type style of launch is that when No Man's Sky launched, the biggest gripe from No Man's Sky was the lack of content. The gameplay mechanics, like... Even to today, the mechanics of the gameplay in No Man's Sky are identical. You still jump in, you still yes. mine, you still get your ship, break Atmo, which is super fun. But the the gameplay itself is identical or virtually identical to when it was launched. You know, they fixed bugs, they've added some freighters and stuff like that. But you know, the, the, the interaction with the world is exactly the same. In Sea of Thieves, the interaction with the world is exactly the same, but when Sea of Thieves launched, there was still not a lot of content. They didn't have, I think the Kraken was the only thing they had. They didn't have the Megalodon, they didn't have the Lava Islands, they didn't have places that you could dive underneath islands and find hidden chambers under islands. They had none of that. Now, I thought the Kraken launched later. The biggest thing that Sea of Thieves had when it launched was the Skull Island things. No, I believe the Kraken was there at the beginning because there. when I first started playing that game on launch, there was talk about trying to find the Kraken. Now, maybe it wasn't actually in the game and it was just one of those rumored things that people were just desperately looking for and it wasn't actually there. But I can distinctly remember looking for the Kraken right off the, right off the bat. And then they added the Megalodon, and they added something else. But the raids, you're, you're correct. The Skullfort raids were always there. But they, they've added a bunch of different stuff. Uh, they've actually give they have free emotes that they're giving away, as well as paid emotes that you can find. Um, there's new cannonballs, like they're called uh, uh, not like spectral cannonballs. So I'm trying, I'm desperately trying to find them as I'm, I'm scrolling through here to find the name of them. But there's new cosmetics. Uh, at, there, there's, there's a slew of new cosmetics in there, both from ghost ships that you can win or that you can go and buy and unlock. It's just Sea of Thieves. While it's, you know, it, the, the gameplay is super simple. It's not, it's not Atlas. It's not Elite Dangerous. It's super simple. It's simplified that a lot of people can access it very quickly. And you can even, like, if you're a really good player and you're going against people who are not so good, you can take out a galleon with a sloop. It's possible. I've done it. It's hard as hell, but it's also fun as hell when you sink them and you steal all of their treasure. Of course, you feel like a bit of an ass after you do it, but it's still fun. No. You don't feel like an ass. You feel amazing. And I will say, I like, like an ass. I don't. But it, it's a lot of fun. I love fucking torching other people's ships. Solo, I wouldn't play the game. Two players, at least co-op, 
cool, I could do that, but when you have four people playing the game with, you know, voice chat, that is probably the best co-op game that I have played in a really long time and will continue to play every time it comes up with an update, so I'll probably be installing it pretty soon. It's it's oh, yeah. Yeah, just, silly uh, fun. Stealing people shit, sinking their ships, that must be what CEOs feel like. Well, and just and the amount of like the amount of non PvP content that they've added into the game now, really, in my opinion, makes the game really worthwhile. And wait, there's PvP in the game. All we do is go <laughs> over to the islands and have a great time and try. Oh, I'm trying to read this fucking map. No, asshole, you're doing it wrong. No, fuck you, I'm not doing it wrong. And we're trying to dig up the damn treasure just so we can load up the ship. And hey, don't put that shit in the crow's nest. It will blow up and fuck everything up. No, no, it won't. That's a great game. The PvP? Holy fuck, we gotta start doing that. <laughs> Daybox left on the island. Hey, guys, this is fun. Okay. Okay, do you I, Atlas? Like, I okay, Damoc, were you there when we were attacking that fort and there was another ship that showed up and we were literally bitching and complaining because the fort glitched out and didn't open it, didn't drop the key to open it? So we literally sat Which there. Which time? Which fucking time? Well, I remember we've glitched those forts a couple times. So the one I remember distinctly was when we were sitting there and we're waiting and we killed everything and we're sitting there talking to these other people and we're like, all right, guys, where is it? And we're looking at everybody and we're sitting there going, well, did one of us take it? So we're messaging each other like, did you take it? We're like, no, I don't have it. Like, all right, well, we're going to pretend to leave, but one of us stay here so they can listen to them and see if they open up. We'll turn back and we'll just we'll murk them. Well, we left. Dude, that was was like three fucking groups. That wasn't us and another group. That was us, (laughs) another group and another group. And we were trying to figure out the fucking skull island. Everybody, everybody was searching for it. Everybody thought. <clears throat> one of the other teams, another asshole, had it hidden. We were all like, "You fuckers, we know you." We fu-. did. We were like, we were so, we were so dead set that they were, they were totally lying. That we left somebody there. I think we left somebody there on their ship, just to see if they actually found it. And then, like, we're all gone. They're like, "No, they're actually leaving. They're, they're talking about, they're fighting the megalodon now." <laughs> like, they were off doing something else. We're like, "Well, shit, they weren't lying." Yeah, we hit on the one person hit on the very lower deck where they didn't go. Yeah, and <laughs> they oh, started sailing off, and it was like, well, no, no, no. We can hear their voice comms because they're using the in-game chat, not Discord. So fuck them. Yeah, th- this like that's the that's the stories you come away from Sea of Thieves with. Just tales of you're trying to work together, and then tales of deceit. It's just, it's it's a fun game. It's a genuinely fun game. And better with friends. Yeah. Yeah, just like an orgy. And, if you, and rum. And if you don't have friends, join the fucking GNA podcast because I'm sure that you can get more than enough people trying to join your goddamn crew. Oh, yeah. So hit the Discord channel because everyone wants to play it. Guaranteed. Yes, sure. Um, so, uh, Square Enix. Their titles are returning to NVIDIA's GeForce Now service thanks to their opt-in program. Uh, Cecil, you've got... uh, Do you have that service? Which one? I think... NVIDIA GeForce Now? Yes, absolutely do. Yeah. So uh, how are you feeling about that? Are you happy? With the Square games coming across? Absolutely. Uh, In fact, when it first released, I had Tomb Raider... I had the Tomb Raiders on there. I actually played the original Tomb Raider on my tablet in my bedroom 
with the controller and i was all over it i freaking loved it when they went away i was like and i actually so funny thing is i I played the original the first tomb raider beat it and then i was going to play the second tomb raider from my from my uh bedroom just sitting you know like you would sit down go to bed and you would just kind of wind down i was going to use that as my wind down time in my bed but then geforce now or sorry square enix took their shit off and i went well now i can't play so i actually haven't beaten the second tomb raider game because i can't i couldn't play it and i wasn't i was doing schoolwork and shit back here so i uh, I, I never I never got around to it but yeah they got the deus ex games on there now um i think they were bringing just cause one of the just cause just cause four three or four maybe it was all the just cause i don't remember but uh yeah i'm super stoked i actually can't wait to play uh, mankind divided now through GeForce now while sitting in bed. That's awesome. Yeah, it uh, it's kind of screwy how they did all of that, but I guess they had to work out contracts and options and all this other shit. Now they're no, nope, no, nope. they didn't work out contracts or options at all. They just added an opt-in yep. option, and that is fantastic. And any game developer that listens to anything, fuck you for not opting in. Fuck you. You're fucking terrible. I want to I want to actually jump in on that and say uh so I have toted about a game that I freaking loved. In fact, Daymok, I'm pretty confident I bought it for you so you could play it. And it's called The Long Dark. Now, I I was tracking this game for a long time while it was in early access on Steam. I thought, you know, honestly the 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 style the, the thought about it was a survival style game where you crash landed in the middle of the Canadian wilderness during winter. It was a great premise, had some great mechanics to it. I loved it. I will probably never play it again because they came out after the whole bandwagoning happened about jumping off of of NVIDIA GeForce Now, they started spewing out this rhetoric of, we were an ass, we need to control where our stuff is, and I literally just puked in my mouth because they were just just completely misconstruing what and what GeForce Now was even aiming for. Like, not, not even, like, even if you were a conspiracy theorist and really trying to skew this shit, it would be hard to, to say that they're they're like some of the shit that they were spewing. Um, and when I say they, I'm talking about the whole, whole side of them, like 2k and everybody was saying, you know, well, we weren't asked all that shit. The, what was it? Shadow PC. I think it was what it was called is literally doing an identical thing. The only thing different is that when you access their shadow PC, you've got to install all of your shit. So shadow PC just says, Hey, we're giving you a PC. We don't care what you do with it. We know you're playing games. We don't care. Versus what NVIDIA GeForce Now is saying, well, look, we know you're going to use this to play games, so we're just going to make it so that you can't play this game unless you actually own it. We're actually putting in little fucking security shit so that when you go to access it, you're accessing just that game. You're actually doing the identical thing that Shadow PC is doing. You're spinning up a VM off in some data center in Ohio. But yeah. The people from Long Dark, they jumped on that bandwagon, were fucking, like, doing the pussy thing of freaking going, oh, well, if, if you have any questions, don't go to us. Go to N- go to NVIDIA and ask them. And I'm like, dude, if I could literally get my hands on you right now, I would punch you until your head came loose. 
because you're being an idiot. So my understanding of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cecil, because you're more into this than I think the rest of us are. I've played Stadia and all that, thanks to you. But my understanding is NVIDIA is launching a VM that's a high-end VM with their high-end graphics card on a fucking server. So they're allotting me God knows how much amazing hardware to do it. I can stream it through my browser, but I have to log into my Steam account and only games that I have purchased via Steam or Epic Games, I know they have jumped in on it, only games that I've already purchased can I play unless I purchase another copy of a game to play something new. So only one correction to that. It's not played through your browser. It's played through an app. It's played through a client. But yes, everything that else you just described is correct. Now, it's not necessarily their highest end. So when when you log into their VM, you can actually check out what hardware you're using. Not always are you going to get a 20, uh, 2080 you know, Ti or something like that. Um, it, those are usually reserved for the games that need... Uh, oh my god, my brain just melted. What the fuck's this? Sh- oh, so they're basically putting the appropriate hardware for the yes. level of gaming and graphics. Yes, exactly. So it's massive... Kind of like you a lot with like a virtual server, just enough resources for what you need. One hundred percent, exactly. They're they're giving you exactly nice. what you need to play whatever game you're playing. Now they don't guarantee that you're going to be playing whatever game it is at, you know, ultra settings at one hundred and forty eight frames per second. They say, look, you're going to get sixty frames per second, like on their free thing. It's like you're getting ten eighty p. I think. I want to say it's 60 frames per second. 60 frames per second might be on the premium now that I'm thinking about it because I actually have the premium. But, you know. It probably is. Yeah, so so you get a certain level of this is what you're going to get out of it. Um, but, so, look, if you've got a super high-end computer at your house with a 2080 Ti and, you know, 64 gigs of, of 4200 megahertz RAM and, you know, stacked on top of, processor after processor no you don't need nvidia geforce now but for the bulk of people who have bought their computer maybe in the last three years they're not looking to upgrade for the next couple of years but the game comes out that you're like well shit i want to play this but if i try to play it on my rig now i'm getting 40 frames per second with dips under 30 and to be perfectly honest to me dips under 30 make a game really hard to play that's that's just for me I prefer to be at the 60 frames per second solid, but I can play it at 40 frames. But when I dip under 30, that makes the experience really painful for me. NVIDIA GeForce Now guarantees me at my premium that I'm getting 60 frames a second. Like that just to me right there says, okay, that's where I want to go with that. But you're absolutely right, Damoc. It's it's your... It's spinning up a VM off it off in a data center somewhere on whatever hardware that they have, which is probably way freaking better than the hardware you have sitting in front of you. Even if you do have that kick-ass machine, the hardware that you're spinning up on is probably pretty kick-ass. Uh, you know, I, I will say at this point in time, because I am sitting on a laptop that's, I mean, cool, it's, a, it's 16 gigs of RAM, I've got a 7th generation Intel processor, this is fucking great, it is a nice laptop, 
for work-related activities or, you know, screwing around for that kind of stuff. But playing games, yeah, I got RimWorld. I might be able to play some of the new Command & Conquer Remastered. But I really started looking back into getting into Stadia because you provided me with that. And then I'm looking at maybe GeForce Now. I'm really fucking concerned that I think that these people are really just money grubbing assholes yeah about it and i i could be wrong but it seems legitimately we don't want our game that you've already paid for on this service because we want you to buy it a second time get fucked amen yeah it's just this and i i like in one breath i agree with them that they need to be able to control their content and where it's distributed but you've already distributed it to steam that's where I'm using it. I'm not loading up NVIDIA GeForce Now and using it on some weird fucking voodoo thing. I'm using it through Steam. And the thing that I love the best about it is that when you log in and you try to get into Steam, if you log into one game and then try to go to another game, another game that you own, okay? If you try to go to that other game, it will not let you. It will actually yell at you and say, you can't play this game. So for people who've opted in and people who haven't opted in, if you try to go to a game that they haven't opted in, it will yell at you and say, sorry, you can't play this game. This is not the game that you launched. I mean, I yeah, you know what? Fuck them, dude. I, I, I'm done with it. If you're on GeForce now and you're doing all of that, then congratulations. I will support you as a company, even if you are EA at this point. Jesus Christ. Oh, what about Epic? But if you are not... Get fucked at this point, I mean, dude. Fuck you guys for not like allowing me to play my purchased fucking games on a platform of my fucking choosing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, dude. I'm. But done it's with not it. even a platform. That's a thing. It's not even a platform. Yeah, it's a fucking VM. Yeah. Let me play it on a goddamn VM. So get fucked if you're not part of it. But uh. Yeah, and if you are part of it, congratulations. I will legitimately probably buy your fucking games from here on out. So is it by any chance, and this is playing devil's advocate, is it by any chance a concern of theirs that pirated games? No, that's no. I know that's a... No, okay. how, well, no because so, you have to have it on Steam. Meaning right, you have then. to log into your Steam account. You have to log into your Epic Game account. Where the fuck can you pirate games and put them on your Steam account? So the only thing that could possibly, possibly be looked at and construed slightly different would be, like, and I'll give you a scenario. I give Damoc my username and password. Wait, wait, wait. Is he wearing clothes in this scenario or not? No, he's, uh, well, he's not wearing pants. Okay. So I I give him my NVIDIA GeForce Now username and password. He logs into NVIDIA GeForce Now and he starts playing my Steam games through NVIDIA GeForce Now somewhere else. So that would be the only thing that I could possibly think. But it would be the exact same thing if I gave him my Steam account username and password. Because if he loads up a game that's in my Steam account, I can't load up the same game here at my house. It comes up and right. yells at me and says, that, that, it's being played. Thing. Right. It says, sorry, you have too many people logged into your Steam account at the same time. And that's that's happened when I was trying to show the girls uh, Stardew Valley and all that. Like, 
yeah, they wanted to test it, but I wanted to log in and play fucking something else entirely. And it was like, no, you're already logged into the scam. Like, oh, shit, I can't play the same game. So there's no... Yes, technically there's a sharing concern, but no matter what, there's a sharing concern because I could do the same goddamn thing. Create a login, a username and password, log in and buy all those fucking games on Stadia and then give my password to somebody else entirely while I'm not playing. They can do the same fucking thing and play. Okay. A show of hands. We don't actually want to say this, but who is using the Netflix password from somebody else that they know at their house? Technically, I don't say anything, the dude. Pays for Netflix. No, like technically, she pays for Netflix, but I'll raise my hand because it is a joint household thing. I pay for Hulu and everything else. That's my point: is that people share their Netflix passwords all over the place. In fact, Netflix came out and even did a tweet on it when somebody was saying something about using Netflix or something else, and Netflix came out and just said, "Dude, just give me your username and password." That's what everybody else does. Like Netflix actually tweeted that. Yes. Oh, and they, yeah, that was good. And they, and they have their thing where if you want to have it on more than X number of screens, you have to pay for that. Otherwise, you only get like, I think, two or three screens as a default. No, you get one. You get, you get one, one, one default now. now. Yep. They've changed you get it. one now, and then you got to pay for more. But even, but even before, like, but still, like, the, the amount of money, so it's like, it's like, Eleven ninety nine versus thirteen ninety nine versus like sixteen ninety nine for the different levels of screens. So, the amount of money that you're paying is nominal compared, you know, comparatively. Oh yeah, it, it's fucking great, dude. Like, I love what Netflix did. I love that Netflix came out and was like, uh, "Yeah, everybody's sharing our shit. We got it." But you know what? Netflix is still making their goddamn money. Netflix is still making some really good fucking shows. Oh god, yeah. Same with Hulu and every and Amazon and all that. Actually, I'm really surprised and happily surprised, I might say, that all of those companies are really doubling down on making content because they they're realizing that they can't just be a streaming service. They have to have content that's going to bring them there. You know yeah. that has been super interesting. But the 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 interesting thing is, I feel like like Netflix. I feel like they're picking up some content that's already been created, like uh, Lucifer. Yeah, that, and then um, what was it? Uh, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Like, I saw that shit online well before Netflix had it, and then it's like a Netflix original, and I'm like. I'm sorry, what? No, no, no. They're not labeling it Netflix original. They are saying that Netflix premiere of it, yes. But I've not seen it because I watched Lucifer okay. when it came out. Um, and then I, I I watched it on TV. Then I watched it streaming. Then I had to download a couple episodes because I was behind. Uh, I got up to things. And now Netflix is streaming it. It is not a Netflix original. It is a Netflix premiere. Gotcha. Good Omens is also a good one. Oh, but that... No, no, no. Good Omens is specifically an Amazon Prime that is made by Amazon, produced by Amazon, all of that. That is a very Amazon thing. It was never on any other network. Well, that's like yeah. Knights... I just meant it's another good show along those lines. Sorry, yeah. it has David Yeah, Tennant. that's like, that's like yeah, Knights yeah. of Sidonia and um, Angie. 
were two animes that I never even heard of, but they're Netflix exclusives. Yes. Yeah, Knights of Sidonia is definitely... It's a nice. Baki is kind of weird. Oh yeah, Baki's a good one too. Which one? Baki. Baki. B a k i. K i. It's more about fighting. Yeah. Well, oh, so it's Dragon Ball Z. No. No, it's more like tournaments and like actual like martial arts focus. Oh, so it's Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did caught where I was going too quickly. Like uh, Jack Reacher's, um, uh, the first season was good. The second season was, it wasn't as good. But I mean, that's the whole thing. Like Daredevil was really good in the first season, and then subsequent kind of peters off. I think Amazon has the marvelous Miss Maisel. All right, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Daredevil was fantastic. Like all of them. Yes. The first season was frigging amazing. The second season was good. The third yes. season was mad, but still good. Yeah, I said, yeah, the first one's the best. Oh, season. dude, that's that fight where he's in the hallway. Honestly, any, su- like, I quote superhero, but un- no powered superhero. That is the best fight scene ever because you're watching him and you can see that he's exhausted and he's he's beaten and he's broken and he's still fighting through. And it was just like it was such a powerful freaking scene to watch. Uh, like they just nailed Deadpool all over, like right there in that one scene. Oh yeah, I mean, you look at people like um, Batman and some of the the cartoons they had Justice League like they made him very human in those as well as the 90s TV series yeah they they made him human but they didn't like it, it's really tough to to express that like that exhaustion that 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 human factor that just is even in the Batman cartoons he was always he was Batman you know like he was an unstoppable force. He was, he was a juggernaut, but, but daredevil, it was just like, dude, Netflix just, they nailed it somehow. They just, they, they made you, even when, even when he was fighting insurmountable odds, you know, and you're like, well, every thought was like, well, dude, there's no way he can survive this. He's human. Like, he can't do this and then somehow he manages to do it like like surviving a building falling on top of your head like nobody could survive that but somehow he did but they made it that he survived in a very human way of like well look yeah he survived it but he's literally spent the last six months recuperating because he got the shit kicked out of him Yes, and I I heard a rumor, but are they bringing up? Are are they starting to do uh, Moon Knight? Um, I heard a rumor that Disney Plus was going to be bringing in the guy who played Daredevil to play Daredevil in a Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, show on Disney Plus. Now that was a that was that that was a rumor. I want to I want to point that out. That's a rumor, and I know you know you know me. I hate rumors, but. That's a rumor that really gets my nipples hard because that dude nailed Daredevil. 
God, yes. I heard something about Moon Knight, and I'm a fan of Moon Knight. I know not a lot of people are, but I'd like to see that come to life. I did hear rumors about Moon Knight, but I didn't hear much. Like Like, the guy who played Daredevil has been, I don't want to say petitioning, but he's been advocating to get daredevil going again either through netflix or through disney yeah he's been like hey if you guys want to do this again i'm available but um we gotta cut this short because i gotta get up early in the morning and i gotta drive four hours one way to one place hey if it helps i'm I'm Um, I'm gonna be spending like three hours in the car tomorrow because i'm going up to fredericksburg yeah, it's so what you're saying ba- is it's basically the same thing. So what you so what you're saying is he's a weakly interacting massive particle, <laughs> something like that. But that's what a wimp is in in, in astrophysics. <laughs> yes, I love it. But uh, D, why don't you tell the lovely people where they can find a a piece of American steel like you on the internet? Don't do it. It's a trap. Well, yeah. <laughs> They can find this uh, steel holding up the blubber uh, <laughs> on my own website, microbrewgamers.com. Uh, uh, you can find me on, uh, well, I've been kind of, I have the YouTube channel, but I haven't done much with it lately. YouTube's been kind of a dick with a lot of people, so I've kind of left off. Uh, also, I have my own um, Discord, but I'm mostly on the Jenny Podcast Discord. And you can also find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook. Awesome, and that's Microbrew Gamers with a Z at the end, folks, so don't forget that. And Damoc, where can the people find a sexy piece of American steel like yourself? Oh, you mean like legitimately a big-ass piece of blubber that just fucking absorbs all the bullshit in the goddamn Discord channel and then just like... (laughs) Termulates it all in t- internally, spits it out, and says, Fuck you guys. I believe it's. Ex- Is that even a fucking word? I don't know what termulate even means, dude. I'm just fucking using it because, you know, fat absorbs everything and fucks it all up, which is what I do. Doesn't matter. You see this? This is almost a goddamn Joe Dirt haircut. You see this gut? That's too much goddamn beer. We gonna do this thing. I'm gonna go all the way with it. No, we're gonna fuck. (laughs) No, you can always catch me in the goddamn Discord, man. I'm trolling the fuck out of everyone. Awesome. And termulation is the is an act or condition of trembling. Just so you know. Like a bowl full of fucking jelly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they're as from fear or uncertainty, but, you know, sure, why not? And uh, Cecil, where can the lovely people find you, my You can find me dropping in on the GNA podcast every now and then when I'm supposed to be doing schoolwork, but instead drinking a whole lot of rum and sitting here chilling out. You can also find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier everywhere else, Facebook, Ustream, Twitch, Mixer, uh, I'm, in the GNA po- I'm in the GNA Podcast Discord, I'm in Josh's, TPC's, which TPC has been strangely quiet. We should see if we can just like convince them to come on the show or something, because they've been strangely quiet over there. Slangel's been pretty active in her channel, in her Discord, but man, they've yeah. been really quiet everywhere else. But I'm also in... Uh, 
Battle Slaws. I'm in Microbrews. I'm in uh, even God's got a, a channel that I'm in. Lynchers. I'm I'm all over the place on Discord. If I'm not someplace, let me know. I'll jump in there. Uh, you can also find me hosting off the GNA Mister Misadventure League D and D game, which uh, is going to be picking up again here soon. So keep your fingers crossed. Quarantine's going to end. What about features real orcs? <laughs> what about you, Blue? Where can people find you at? Ladies and gentlemen, I am the host of the GNA podcast until Cecil is done with his NBA. Blue Shark 45 on Twitter. You can also find me on our GNA Discord most of the time. If I am on a Discord, that's where I spend a lot of my active Discord time. Uh, you can also hit me up there if you would like to play video games. And uh, I'm currently running a poll. Uh, well, never mind. That's, that's, there's no point in me mentioning the poll right now on Twitter because this show is going to be out by the time the poll is done. So it's a waste of We know there. how much you love the poll, though. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you. What the fuck? You seen this shit, Cecil? What's this? Dob you, dob you, dob you. Oh, wait, my bad. Gag ruined. Just do it, Damox. Just do it. We're waiting. Dub you, dub you, dub you, dub. Hey, play some fucking games that you like, and if you're not on God. Damn NVIDIA shit, the GeForce now, then fuck you as a publisher. Get fucked. Suck my dick. We're fucking done with you. I'm not buying your shit ever again. Get fucked. GNAPodcast.com, but fuck you if you aren't with that shit. The best part is... I didn't, I didn't catch that. Can you do that again? I didn't quite hear that. <laughs> the best part is, Flightless Artist is in the background, and as soon as he started, she covered her ears because he got so loud. <laughs> did you scare the kitty? Did, did we scare the kitty? Unfortunately, I scared the kitty, but that's not going to be a problem. He's going to love me afterwards. I scared flightless artists, and she's fucking just like, Oh my god, you got loud. Oh, Christ. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for joining us in another episode of the GNA Podcast. At Daymok, D, and Cecil, thank you for stopping by. You all have a lovely evening. Zig Heil. Oh, you too, man. We hope you enjoyed the show. GNA, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Stitcher, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a whole bunch of other places. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can also join our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet.
tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of every month on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. And join us every second Saturday of the month for Horror Movie Night hosted by Zyberblood. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. And please email us at GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one with all your questions, comments, or death threats. We would love to hear from you. And last but not least, please be sure to check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. <laughs>